Hello everyone, Rodrigo is here from Messamine Stable. I am super excited to be with you all today. And today is kind of our finale for season two. And we have an incredible guest. Uh, I actually know her through a friend, off a friend. But besides just telling you the whole structure of how things happen, I have Jennifer Hart here with us today. Uh, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Uh, it's been a good day. Uh, what time is it where you're at right now? I was going to say like it was noon, but it's actually 945 here. Yeah, and it's only 1045 here because we just did the daylight savings, which... Daylight savings. I do not like it because I'm from Arizona where we don't do it at all. Yeah, that's that's true. We are talking with some friends recently about that, and we actually enjoy that. The only downside, it's like 530, almost 5, and it's as dark as it gets. Yes. That's yes. the only downside. But yeah. but yeah, we're here in Arizona. You're there in Nashville. Thanks for being with us today, taking time to hang out with us in the community yeah. of Mesamine Stable. How have you been today? You know, just getting the day started. I flew in yesterday morning on a red-eye flight, so I'm like catching up on sleep. So I'm getting a really late start today. <laughs> <laughs> have you had coffee yet? Are you a coffee drinker? No, I drink tea, but I haven't even had my tea yet. This is oh, this I'm will so fool sorry. you. This is water. It'll don't let it fool you. <laughs> That's I have my coffee right there. I do drink coffee. My wife yes. sometimes drinks tea and coffee, and she just like balance it out. But I'm yeah. a coffee drinker. I love. Oh yeah, coffee. yeah. My husband is yeah. too. He is. Yeah. He drinks a lot of coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's probably a cultural thing. I don't know why, but who knows? Hey, I wanted to connect with you and and talk a little bit about what you're doing. Um, today, but also how things started with your career. And especially because I've been watching you from the far and we have friends in common and everything and just always hear something positive about you. You didn't know this, but it's true. Like when we uh, started with Anonymous Studios, probably it's now three years ago, I'm talking to some friends that we have in common and then they kind of, they have been watching you from the far. Oh, and how yeah. things have been like growing, especially because we're here in Arizona. You are from here. Spoiler alert yeah. for those who didn't know. Uh, Jen yeah. is from uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, I think I will say Gilbert, Arizona. You got Gilbert that, right there. That little Gilbert <laughs> thing there. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but we're all saying, oh, you should connect with her. Just talk to her. And that's how I started following you. Then you got married to your husband, Rob, that I talk most uh, of the time. We're both drummers and connect yeah. in that level. And I was just like, yeah, we should have her as a guest and know her story because I feel we can learn um, and we can, um, in one way or the other, just take practical things as artists in the music industry and just hear your story in general. So yeah. how do you start it? How, how this passion about songwriting and singing and why country? That's another thing that I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have been singing since I could talk probably three, four years old, my parents um, put my sister and I in a singing and dancing group because we just loved it. And um, we, I guess they could tell at a young age that I could sing and I was on tune. Um, so it's kind of been a three-year-old dream of mine to be a country singer. And I just haven't grown out of that dream. Um, country music, I guess just because I grew up on it. My dad's from Montana. My mom's from um, parts of Texas and I just grew up listening to 90s country and it's kind of, it feels most me. I mean, I grew up listening to Britney Spears and NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and all that too. So I, I do uh, country with some pop elements too, just because that's kind of what I grew up on and it's 
what I love. Um, so yeah, just been singing my whole life. And, um, really, I think when I decided I wanted to do actually go and pursue music as just to see if this whole thing can happen, um, was when I was probably junior or senior in high school. And I was trying to figure out what I want to major in in college. And I love math. And I'm like, I, w- I would love to be some sort of engineer or an architect. And, and then I just thought, like, I really want to give this music thing a shot. So majoring in something so specific doesn't really make sense to me if I'm not going to do anything with it. So I majored in communications. I still wanted to go to college. Um, did that, got a degree just for like a, a personal achievement I wanted to achieve. Um, and then just decided to move to Nashville and, and did it. So um, writing songs is a, an interesting journey for me. I started when I was probably 10 years old and I still remember the first song I wrote and I thought it was going to be the biggest Disney hit of all time. And it's, it wasn't spoiler alert. <laughs> um, it's so awful. Uh, so I just wrote a little bit on my own and I had no idea what I was doing until I moved to Nashville. And then I started the whole co-writing thing here, which is a yeah. really big, big thing in Nashville. And I fell in love with it. It's just fun to, make up stories, share your own stories. It It's really cool. I have a hard time writing by myself. I do it, but I it's hard for me to push myself. I get so distracted. I get really self-conscious about thinking it's not good enough. And um, so I do love bringing in other brains and minds. And it's just, I feel I get my best work that way. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. I don't know if you would remember this, but so it's kind of funny, and I'm thinking about this because I am originally from Panama, so Latin America, and I grew up listening to jazz music like Miles Davis, and that's yeah. weird for my culture. People will be like, "Dude, this is a f- like seven year old. What 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 are he, yeah. what is he doing?" So it's kind of interesting because you were immersed in a culture that I wasn't, but yeah. when I heard like Miles Davis for the first time, I was blown away. Do you remember what song you listened first that mm. it was like, and it doesn't need to be like the one, yeah. like all times, but it's like, yeah. what song did you listen that it was like, I, I want that. Do you remember? Yeah. Well, the dance by Garth Brooks is one of like my earliest memories of listening to country music. And that's also my dad would sing it to my sister and I pretty much every night before bed. Wow. So that was one that I didn't even know what it was about at the time, but I just like emotionally connected to it because it was like a father daughter relationship kind of thing. Um, and then songs from, I wore out Shania Twain's albums and Reba McIntyre. So there, there's just like, I don't know, Faith Hill. Oh my gosh. Now I'm just going on all of them. <laughs> there's just so many songs. But <laughs> That's awesome. I Ch- Shania Twain. Um, yeah. I'm in Panama too, and my parents, my mom sings too, okay. so she loves um, that that diva. Uh, I don't know how you say label. So there yeah. was like in the '90s these DVD that it was like let's gather all the divas. So it was like Aretha Franklin, and yeah. it was like a um, generational one, but also multicultural one. And Shania yeah. was there, and it's the first time I heard her sing ever and i was just like that's amazing i had no idea i didn't grow up with country music but i do Uh love it though uh i am more into the more contemporary one i know that Uh could be an insult for a lot of country listeners i apologize in advance i'm not from the culture but i do enjoy country music yeah yeah that's good that's good 
I'm always cautious because, you know, like the country culture could be a little bit, um, you don't want to cross some lines that you don't know because it comes with a lot of history and different right. things. Yeah. But yeah, that's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, when did you start working on your own music? Like I know you said that you were mm -hmm. writing when you were 10. Yeah. Um, probably you didn't get the biggest hit. But <laughs> when did you start like actually making your first single or like putting your thoughts on like, I actually want to release or I feel I have a voice in yeah. this whole genre? Yeah, I started recording, well, actually in high school, probably around 16 or 17, but I was just doing uh, some covers, but I, I wanted to be in the studio. So probably around 18 or 19, I started recording some original songs. And again, they were all so awful. And there's something like, even if it's my own song, a lot of people, I guess it depends where you're from. Like if you're in Nashville, You write great songs and you write horrible songs. And just because you wrote it doesn't mean you like it. So yeah. I've always been that way, even pre-Nashville. Like at 18 years old, I'm like, I know this isn't a good song. And my parents or somebody who wants to produce me is like, no, it's a great song. And I'm just like, I know it's not a good song, but I'm just going to get the experience and record it anyway. So that, that's kind of yeah. what happened back then. And then once I moved to Nashville, I really jumped into songwriting and co-writing And really took probably a year before I recorded anything just to discover who I am as an artist and get used to the co-writing thing, which I'm really glad I waited because I would have recorded the first three songs I wrote and that would yeah. have been a waste, waste of time and waste of money. Um, yeah. But I did. So I guess, I guess I had the desire and I kind of had a little bit of the experience in Arizona in high school. Um, and then yeah. once I moved to Nashville, I mean, I'm still, you know, I'm still writing every week. I'm still growing as an artist. I'm always going to be evolving. So it's, I'm always just going to yeah. be yeah, yeah, doing sure. new projects. Yeah. 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 If you had to pick one, just performer, mm -hmm. songwriter, or singer, like, but singer, like, let's say it's studio, like you're only recording your voice yeah. and the other one, you're performing. So like, but like people inform you and everything. If you had to pick one of those three, which one would you pick? Oh my God. That's the only thing you have to do. Woo. You cannot do anything else than those three options. Oh my gosh, that is so hard. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I can pick. Oh, I, that's good. Okay, I guess, I guess right now I will pick studio just because I haven't been in the studio in a couple of years and I'm itching to get back in. Yeah, that's awesome. That's cool. That's cool. I will do the same. If I had to, um, and I figured that out for myself this year, so that's what I was I was wondering what was for you. Yeah. Um, I love playing in front of people. It's fine, everything. But creating sounds and working yeah. in studio, it's just like, it There's just blows like my it. mind. Yeah, yeah, it's just incredible. It's just yes. so good. Um, yeah. Talking about studio, how was uh, everything for your first, was it, was it your first like whole project? I think it was like an EP album that you did. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I, I recorded a that? few songs before that. I did like three, four, I don't know, a few songs before that, but this was my first like official full length EP. Uh, it was so much fun. I work with, um, my producer's name is Brandon Hood and he's incredible. He's a, a very talented and known producer out here. And I'm very lucky to be able to work with him, but I don't have 
the biggest producer brain. Like I love when things come together and I know what I like and what I don't like, but I, I can't tell you unless I hear it kind of thing. So yeah, I yeah. love, I love having a producer who knows me and he knows my style. He knows what I'm going for. And I, I mean, it's so funny because I wish anybody not in music could spend a day in the music world. Cause they would, we have a whole nother language. Like they would have no idea what we're talking about when we say random things. I'd be like, Oh, you know what? I think the, the guitar sounding a little too bright and colorful. And like, he would know what I mean. And anybody else yeah. would be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, um, yeah. So it's just, it's really fun to see something that I wrote a lot of the times just with guitar, just with piano, like come together with all of these instruments and, I still, to this day, I've been doing this for years and I don't know how the musicians do it. I just, yeah, I, I can't, it's, it's insane. It's so much talent. That's awesome. That is so good. Um, talking about that team wise, I, and I'm, I'm going to always come back to practical things because majority of the time, new artists or uh, people that are starting up, they do not know a lot of practicalities. Like, yeah. how do yeah. I do this? How do I start? Even like, finding a producer. And I think, I don't know, it, I have such an admiration um, yeah. when like people like you go to Nashville and pursue this room because there are like 5,000 other people doing the same thing. Yeah. I remember talking to a friend, the, like the, the first time we got here into the U S after moving from Sydney and he was like, you can come here, but there are other 5,000 producers and doing yeah. and drummers and artists doing this here. And it's something about confidence and also people. So two questions in one, okay. um, going there and now building and trying to find that artistry in, in, in the things that you were doing. Um, how do you meet people? How, how that work? How do you meet this producer? It was a recommendation, how, how that works. And also how are you building your artistry, like that confidence in such a huge platform like Nashville? Yeah. So I met my producer in a songwriting session. So I was set up to write with him and, and that's how I met him, which is a great way to meet people. If you're working with different publishing companies or you have a friend who brings someone in, like that's an incredible way to meet people. Um, but the best way is just to go out to songwriters rounds and meet, introduce yourself to people after meet people through friends, just go always going to industry shows and events and, and parties and that kind of stuff, which can get exhausting. Like I'm definitely an introvert and I love to be at home and my blanket and all cozy. So I, I couldn't, I thought, really, are you an introvert? I didn't yes. picture that. That's cool. Yes, very much. So I think I'm like an outgoing introvert so I can be outgoing. I can have fun, but I much prefer being in a small group with one-on-one -on -one you know, one-on-one -on -one time with yeah. friends or my husband or whatever. Yeah, so, I'm yeah. the same way. If I have people, yeah. like, I, my friends laugh about me because if it's, like, below 10 people, I'm an extrovert. Deep yeah. conversations, let's talk. One-on-one, -on -one, my favorite thing. I pass 10 people, I'm the quietest person in the room. Yeah. Like, I don't want to talk yeah. to anyone. Yeah, it so really I, depends I can on the crowd. That. Yeah, I, yeah. I, can be, I can be the same. I can be nuts and crazy and loud, and then I could be, like, so shy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I forget your other question. Oh, it was, how, how do you build that confidence? How Like, uh, yeah. knowing now that you are in such a huge platform, how do you do that? Like, You know, going off of that whole, like, it depends what crowd you're in. You're either 
outgoing or not. It's kind of the same thing with confidence. Like I will find I'm around people who are so much better than me as far as producing goes or songwriting goes or performing goes or whatever. And it's really, it's, it's like, it's really motivating to watch them. But sometimes I feel like I'm shrinking and I'm like, I still yeah. need to know, like the thing that helps me most, I'm still trying to be confident every day. You know, it's some days I feel great and some days I feel like I'm just tearing myself down. Um, something that helps me is just reminding myself that God created me and my talent different than this other person. And if we were all Carrie Underwoods, no one would be different. Like she's great and she's her because she's her and she's unique and different than everybody else. But you don't want a thousand of Carrie Underwoods because then there's just no diversity and there's, there's nothing different. So it's hard. This industry is so hard because you're constantly, not only are you comparing yourself to people, but people are comparing you all the time, Yeah, all the time. And, And even the hard thing is you can get so stuck into comparing yourself in what seems like a good way. Like some people would say, Oh, you're so much better than this person. And it's like, even that's not good because it's still comparison. And then it can build an ego or it can, it can still make you feel insecure because someone's still comparing you to somebody. So it's, yeah. it's really, that's something I don't know if I'll ever fully figure out, but I'm trying to every day. Yeah. It's just, um, I, I think I just try to be genuinely me and that's all I can do with my writing and with everything. Cause the people who have made it and they break out, they haven't made it trying to be someone else. So that's something I remind myself of all the time. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that you said that you're never graduating from that. And I think that's a humbling thing to say because it's, as you're saying, as you're evolving as an artist, there's some ego, it's going to come up anywhere, you know, and you always have to work on that. And I also love hearing you say, um, you have to get around, good people or people yeah. that are better than you. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. That is I good. always, yeah. I always want to be the worst songwriter in the room because if I'm not, I'm not growing. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. That's good. Um, what's your favorite song from your last project? Oh gosh. Every you, song. I, has, I was, okay. I, I was hard the last time. So you can pick two instead of one. Okay. Okay. So I guess half the man is probably going to forever be one of my favorite songs. And that, it was on the last project, but it was kind of before that too. So I guess that, that's a little past, but half the man I wrote about my dad and it's just so special to my sister and my dad and I, so we love it. Um, and then I think my other favorite would probably be 1992 just because I'm born in 1992. It's a really fun and upbeat song, but if you listen to the lyrics, they're actually pretty deep. The, the second verse, um, the second pre-chorus actually is thought that I'd outgrow the monsters hiding underneath my bed, but they moved it to my head and my dad ain't here to check. So that, that to me is like so relatable. I relate to that every day. That's awesome. I actually listened to that song. I, I love that song. I, I was, when I was kind of, I never, cause now these days you have to be careful. I wasn't stalking you. I promise. I was just researching <laughs> You know, like, because yes, there are some some people that are just stalkers. I, I'm not a stalker. I always <laughs> come and talk to everyone that we have as a guest. I was just researching, so yeah, I could have, yes. you know. But I I listen to that song. I actually Thank enjoy you. it. I love Thank the you. sound of that song. That's really so cool. And I, when you're saying that, I actually I don't know why I picture Monster Inc. I like, do you too. Know, when, yes. Okay. I seriously I do too. Yes. I did. I was just like uh, immediately when I heard those lyrics, I was like, oh my god, like. And it's beautiful because I don't know if you noticed, probably you did, but I'm noticing that 
your artistry and how you express your lyrics and write them and even what we're talking about has a special connection be with you being a kid. Yeah. Your yeah. dad singing, yeah. um, all these different things. And I was just like, how wild that that song just took me. I was like in my bed and I saw uh, Soli, the big, yeah, um, exactly. the big uh, blue one. And I was like, uh -huh. wow, that's fun. That's awesome. Yeah. So you yeah. make a Disney hit. You did because I, I, was, I was there. I was there. Yes, I was there. I did it. I did it. You did it. You did it. I was there immediately. Maybe yes. the next song. That's Monster so funny. I saw something. the same thing. Yeah. I saw that instead yeah. of under the bed, I saw like more of the closet. And that's so funny. Yeah. That is hilarious. That's good. Um, I wanted to see if you could um, share as much as you want to towards like seasons. They are good seasons, they are hard seasons. But we still artists, we're still creating, we're still doing that. Um, how do you operate in a hard season or how do you operate when things don't go in the way we, we think? How do you do that and where your artistry in that level? Yeah, gosh, it's so hard. So as a songwriter and an artist and a musician in general, your brain never shuts off from work. So you don't, you're not going to a nine to five job and you come home at night and your brain shuts off and you don't have to think about work or, um, on the weekends, you're, you know, you're just always on, you're always thinking, you're having conversations with people and you're like, oh, that could be a good song idea. So it, it's hard in down seasons and when real life just hits you, um, just because your brain is still not shut off and there's something, there's a real thing of like not working enough guilt, which I know isn't absolutely any industry, but especially something when you're pursuing in the entertainment business or, or there's no route to get there. You're not going to college and then you have to get this specific degree to get this specific job. Like you just have to figure it out yourself. Nobody has the same path. So in a season where like, I just went through a season of a lot, I'm in a season of experiencing a lot of loss in my family. And this is the first time I've been going through it. And I took two, three months off completely of music. I didn't, I hardly posted anything at all on social media. I didn't write a single song. And then you do feel guilty of like, oh my gosh, I'm not working hard enough. But we're also so fortunate to be able to take off time that in other industries you might yeah. not be able to. And then you do a lot of healing through writing about it at some point. Um, so it, it, it's really interesting. It's like a, when you're in a down season, it's a season of guilt. And then you go through seasons, like maybe three months of your writing incredible songs every time you're writing a song and then you go through seasons where everything is just like you're not inspired you're not writing good songs so the thing that I think is most important is leaning on your friends and your co-writers in those seasons because everybody goes through these seasons so knowing yeah. that it's okay knowing that you're going to get out of it knowing that it's just a season and you don't suck and it's not you know it's you get so down on yourself so Yeah. I find really leaning into my co-writers. That's what they're there for. If I don't have an idea in the room, I hope that one or two of other people in the room are like, well, I have this idea. That, that's what they're there for. And sometimes I'm the one that bring the ideas because they're burned out. So yeah. I just think leaning into the people you love and the people who love you and your co-writers and um, being honest about the season you're into, I find is helpful because I can't, I'm just not a faker. I can't fake my emotions. If I'm not in a good season, I'll go into writing session and be like, guys, I'm, I'm just not in a great season right now. So yeah. that that's helpful to me too, is just to be honest about it. That it's, that it's amazing, especially because, um, 
it's so interesting, but I've seen a lot of people that we have worked with at one yeah. point try to fake it to make it. And yeah. either way, it's going to catch up. Yes, like yes. you're like, yeah, I did it. And then it's like, no, actually nothing happened, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and facing that and being honest with yourself, I think it's key. That's amazing. That That's really cool. That's really, really, really cool. Um, yeah. You're talking about teams. You're talking about teams. And yeah. um, what's that for you? Like you have co-writers. Are you on the record label? I'm mm -hmm. thinking now to shift things a little bit more practical towards someone that probably starting up or trying to figure it out. This like, I want to be an artist kind of a thing. So how do you, how do you get there? Like you have a team. How was your first interaction? Are you with record label? How, how those things yeah. look like for you as an artist? So ooh, I'm like just trying to think about where to start because I have a lot to say about this. Somebody told me the first person you need on your team is an attorney. And I think that is very smart because when anything, when anybody else on your team, a manager, a publisher, a record label, anybody else, you're going to need some sort of like contract there. So I think an attorney is great to develop that relationship as early as possible. Um, and then, I mean, there, when I first signed my record deal, I had no idea what I was doing. And I thought, once you sign a record deal, everything else comes. I thought they gave you a manager. I thought they gave you a publishing deal, which is the songwriter side of things. I thought you got a booking agent and merchandise and, and a business manager and all these things. And that's not true. A record label is just a record label. Everything else is completely independent. So I found my own publishing deal. I found my own manager and all this stuff. Um, and I actually am now in a season where I'm completely independent. So I don't have a label anymore. I don't have publishing anymore. And uh, so I'm rebuilding my team and I know how to do it a little differently this time, which I'm so grateful for that experience with the people I worked with um, because of everything I've learned. I really rushed into things last time. It was so exciting. It was my first record deal and I was so excited to rush into it. So I just kind of took the first offer I got of everything, a publishing deal, you know? So now this time around, I love having it, it it's a mix. It's, it's like scary being on my own, but I really love having yeah. all control and taking my time to, I really want like a publishing family that feels like a publishing family. And it's not just like a company I'm involved with. And, um, I know what to look for at a contract now. And as far as it gets exhausting, but they call it like dating around. Like I yeah. am married because I, do not like dating and I love my husband and I love being married. And I'm like, well, I'm still dating in the music industry. You're dating managers all the time. You're dating publishers. You're, you're just yeah. constantly dating until you find the company that you want to marry, you know, to be with. Yeah. Um, so it can get really exhausting. It can get discouraging. It can be really motivating and encouraging. Again, yeah. those seasons, um, man, it's just, I feel like I could talk about this all the time. I think the most important thing is, that honestly is dating around seeing where you feel you fit best seeing who's pursuing you. So now I'm building my team. My, my producer is like, I'm like, okay, he's on my team. We are working together. Um, and just letting it happen organically, but also being, um, you know, pursuing it at the same time. And I think the thing that's going to connect the most is the people who you connect with on a personal level, not just a yeah. networking business yeah, yeah. thing like i want people to feel like they're 
actually my friends on my team. Yeah, and and that they're fighting for you. I love exactly. that. We're yeah. so passionate about that. And I think, yeah. like, as you're saying, we can do a whole episode about that. Yeah, because yeah. that's why we open our business too. Um, yeah. I was, when you were saying all those practical steps, I, I read a book called All You Need to Know About Music Business yes, by, I, I think his name is Donald Passman. Uh-huh. It was incredible. And I recommend anyone that started to, to read yeah. that book because it, yeah. it goes and expands a lot into what we're talking about. But you say something that it just like I, a little flame just show up. I was just like, yes, because in the industry, there's not a lot of people that cares. Yes. There's not yes. a lot of people that they they grab your vision, they they listen, they understand mm-hmm. what you want, not what they want to get. Yeah. Or the biggest result of like, oh no, I see Jennifer here. I'm like, do you listen to me? I don't want yeah. that. You know? Yeah. yeah. And we opened that company because we're so passionate about I love that. that. Yes. On like, let's be different. Let's actually pay attention to these details of what yes. artists are wanting to. So I love hearing that. That's amazing. Especially for people that are coming up. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, maybe some people are different, but I'm not like a surface level conversation person. So no, same. I just don't like going to people or going to meetings and you're, all you're talking about is just how's the weather. You know, I like to, I, I like to really get to know people and I like to tell people about me and, and if people don't like them, people can't handle it. Then they're not a part of my team and that's fine. Yeah. That's why I, lo- I love that. And that shows confidence in what you're building too. That I love that. Yeah, that's really yeah. cool. That's awesome. That's wild. Um, you said kind of a first step could be getting an attor- at- attorney uh, yeah. on a way of like, you know, but as an artist, like mm-hmm. that part, it's more of like a practical business side. But if I am wanting to start up something, uh, maybe I, I want to be an artist in, in whatever genre, what is one thing or advice that you will give them? Besides just get, practically, yeah. I know getting an attorney is important, but right. to try to, like, you have been doing this for a long time. What is one thing that you can tell them to actually, like, improve and and, and be who they want yeah. to be in, in the industry? So one thing I'm very grateful for moving to Nashville is I knew nothing about the music business. I knew nothing about how Nashville operated. So I just threw myself out there and I went to writer's rounds and I introduced myself to people and I had no idea who they were. Sometimes they were just local songwriters and sometimes they were some of the biggest hit songwriters and I had no idea. So I would say do that. Like you just go figure it out. That's the best way you're, you're literally going to figure it out and learn is if you move to Nashville, just go to rounds, go meet people, ask questions Hopefully most people will be kind to you. I feel most people I interact with in Nashville are, are nice people. So hopefully they'll help you out. And some people will be rude and just, you know, let it brush off your shoulders. But honestly, like literally just having no idea what you're doing and just asking questions and figuring it out and just seeing how things are done in Nashville, go to writer's rounds, just jump into songwriting sessions. Like that is the best way you will do it. I can even like my, my parents and my family, I've been in this industry for seven years and I try to tell them about the business and they know a lot from me, but they will never know unless they are here and, and are in it. So that's just that you just have to be immersed yeah. in it. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. That it's, that's really good. I, I hear your passion and it yeah. drives me and I hope people are, <laughs> well, we'll show, we'll show some uh, sneak peeks of this for people yeah. to listen later. I hope they see that 
And I want you to know that this space is always open for you to share anything that you're passionate about. So if you Thank ever you. want to yeah. connect with us, just let us know. We're not superficial. I want to know yeah. the roots of everything because at the end, as you're saying, we have to figure out there are so many books you can read about, mm -hmm. so many mm -hmm. podcasts you can listen. But if you don't do it, yes. it won't work out. Like you have to make it happen. Um, last question before we finish. Yeah. What's next? What's in the future for Jennifer Hart? Are you planning something? Uh, we'll love to have you back. So if you're doing yeah. something, we'll probably come back and talk more about it. But it's anything happening soon. Yes, let's do it. So I'm finally, I said earlier, I'm itching to be in the studio. I'm finally going to be in the studio at the end of this month. So there will be a lot of new music next year. I'm going to be very consistent with releases all next year. So that's what's new. That's what's exciting. I'll be teasing them on social media. Honestly, I'm in the studio in like three or four weeks and I don't even know what songs I'm recording yet. I've got a list of like 20 and I have to narrow yeah. it down. So we're working yeah. on that. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I, I, I'm excited to see those things and for people to see those things. Uh, how people can find you in social media. Maybe they are not yeah. like, they don't know about your career yet. How they can find you. You have a website, social media, hashtag, no hashtag, no tax, any of those things, yeah. how they can find you. You know, I'm, I was going to say my website, but I need to make sure I know what it is first. Instagram and TikTok <laughs> is just Jennifer Hart, H-A-R-T. Um, I think my website is Jennifer Hart Music. So is or Jennifer Hart. I think it's Jennifer Hart Music. Um, even if you go on Instagram or TikTok, like my website link is there. Um, I, I'm on yeah. Twitter or X, but I don't use them much. YouTube, just Jennifer Hart Official on YouTube. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. I'll make sure you send me the your yeah. your email and I'll tag all those things here down Perfect. too. But yeah. I wanted to say thank you so much for taking time. Just sharing pieces of your heart and your experiences with us. I, I've learned so many different things. And also um, seeing that we, we're not as far. Like sometimes people yeah. think that because they have they, they're making some steps ahead of us, like Oh, I, I, yeah. I want to take shortcuts. Life is not about shortcuts. So I've learned so much uh, about your yeah. uh, career and everything. So thank you for taking time. Also, thank you for doing it in a time that I know is probably uh, not the easiest. Um, we hear you and sorry for yeah. the loss that you have had. And we are also um, believing for great things ahead for you. And for this next season, we're excited to see all those things that are there to come. And message table, it's always open to you. I'll probably Thank send you, you so an email much. or text you now, and yeah. then we can invite you and hear more of all those projects that there are to come. Let's do it. I'd love to come back and share my new music with you guys. Yeah, that'll be amazing. Thanks, Jennifer. Have a great day and Thank appreciate you. 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 Everyone that it's listening. Oh no, sorry, I interrupt you. No, you I said I said you too. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, it's it's the only moment that things cut off, but yeah. we made it. We made it. We're good. <laughs> Um, yeah, if you were listening, thank you for being here. For everyone that is uh, here or it was with us in season two, this was Mesamine Stable. Have a great day. Bye-bye.